0: anima technica vacua. I don't expect any of you to be familiar with that phrase, and it's probably the worst way to start a homily by quoting a Latin phrase to you to catch your attention. But it's a theological idea. Basically, translated, it means the vacuum of the technical spirit. Meaning the emptiness, the vacuum, the whole that is, exists in the human spirit that depends on too much on the mechanical, on technology, on the material part of existence. So let me give you an example of how that plays out. One of the greatest gifts we have in the human experience to lift our mind and our hearts to things greater than ourselves is music. Music has this great power to express things that words cannot and has this ability to lift the mind and the human spirit kind of out of itself. However, if this idea of anima technica vacua takes over the human heart, what you get is a Super Bowl halftime show. In 2020, the Super Bowl halftime show, a 13-minute show, cost 13 million dollars. A million dollars a minute. maybe not all of it, but at least part of it, was lip-synced. And so there was actually no real music taking place at all in the show. That it all became about the entertainment factor, in the way that the one who produced it could titillate the human emotion in that moment and captivate the senses, but really had nothing to do with the heart of music, which is to speak Things that words cannot speak. That's the vacuum, the emptiness of the technical spirit. And it's the temptation of our human existence. That when we tie ourselves too strongly to a mechanical way of living or becoming too strongly attached to technology as the expression of the way that we live in life, it creates an emptiness in us, because that's not the way that God made us to live. And on this Feast of Pentecost, we are reminded of the human spirit, of our spirit and what God intends for our spirit, the things that make our spirit full. Pope Benedict points to three things that God intends for the human spirit. First, the order of values beyond fact. Second, freedom that transcends law. And the third, existence in which justice has priority over self-interest. What do those mean? The order of values beyond facts? Fact. Loving one person for the entirety of your life is darn near impossible. Fact. Humans are too different to live side by side for a whole lifetime. Value. Love is something worth risking that for. Placing value over and above fact. One of the things God intends for the human spirit. Second, freedom that transcends law. Freedom that transcends law is that idea that when government, a boss, or life demands something from us that is completely undesirable, that we don't want to do, that often brings suffering, I'm still at peace. And I still strive to be charitable to myself and to my neighbor, regardless of the suffering that is there because that is real freedom. Real freedom is to be able to strive for the good, to be at peace, irrespective of what the circumstances are around me. The third, an existence in which justice has priority over self-interest, is where rumors, gossip, become extinct, and instead we actually go to that neighbor who is struggling in whatever way and offer them whatever help that we can, instead of talking about their problems with each other. This is what God intends for the human spirit, and none of those things are mechanical in their way of living. But we all know that that is a difficult thing to do, and so what we also remember at Pentecost is that as Christians, we have received the gift of God's Spirit in us. And what does that offer our human spirit? It offers the pull towards God. It offers us the help, the grace, to guide us through the temptation of holding on to a mechanical, technological way of living to a life with God. It draws our mind and our hearts to value, to true freedom, and to self-denial, willingly. It's through struggle to do that. So. On this long weekend take a little bit of time to reflect on where is your spirit oriented how much do you allow kind of a mechanical habitual technological existence basically to weigh your spirit down from what where god wants to lift it up and then contemplate for a little bit what it means to be given the spirit of god And how is he trying to pull your spirit from being weighed down in this life to that freedom, to that value, to that self-denial that makes you like Christ?